Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrier. And we're not experts. We're not, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, we are podcast hosts. We're not experts. We always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. If you want to reach us, our voicemail number is 781-591-0390. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. You can visit our website, forever35podcast.com, for links to everything we mentioned on the show. We are on Twitter at forever35pod. We're also on Instagram at forever35podcast. And we have a Facebook group where the password is serums. You can also sign up for our newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. And shop all the products we mentioned on the show, including Kate's Butt Care Corner 
at shopmy.us slash forever35. Kate, did you want to put in a last kind of call for um, our giving circle? Oh, Dory, I would love to do that. So we have had the absolute privilege of raising money for the States Project via a giving circle. The States Project focuses on local races um, and they're races that they believe they can either win and flip a seat blue or hold a blue seat and help either kind of hold a legislature, hold a majority in that legislature. Um, they are a really amazing organization. And I think we started off early this summer trying to raise five or $10,000. Maybe it was just five. And we have kept increasing our goal as you amazing listeners have kept donating. And we are currently at $47,394.46 as of this recording. And our goal is $50,000. So we are 95% of the way there. We're so close. And this money is going to be going to local races in Pennsylvania, Dory's College State. Um, that was voted on by participants, people who, <laughs> listeners who had already donated. We had a Zoom and people, we got to vote on which state and people chose Pennsylvania. So it's really exciting. This has been really like we, something we started and has been completely listener directed. You all have just been so generous and amazing in your support and started your own giving circles via the States Project. So we've been really inspired and moved by your participation. So thank you so much. And if you have not already donated or are inspired to give again, um, we have about a couple more weeks before um, donations close because we head into the midterms at the beginning of November. So we will link to the page where you can donate. You can set up a recurring donation. You can do a one-time donation. It can be a donation, big or small. Truly $5. I know everyone always says this and you know it can start to sound a little trite, but it is true that every donation really does add up. So we appreciate any support you can give. Yes. Thank you, Kate. And please... <sighs> Make sure you're registered to vote and vote. I mean, I feel like that should go without saying, but please vote and vote in your local, local elections as well in the national elections, right? Like yes. I've got a city council election. You do too in our different communities here in the Los Angeles County area. We have mm -hmm. local, we have city council elections. We've got a lot of local elections happening and that is where a lot of change occurs. So please, please, please check in with what's going on in your local politics. Yes, do it. And sorry, I have a cold, everybody. So I'm going to be clearing my throat and trying to do that off mic. But if you hear some scratchiness, that's just, you know, this is just a real organic podcast. So let's kick things off here with a question for my podcast partner, Dory Shafrir. Someone texted us with a a hot question. Actually, a question I'm curious about. They wrote, quick question. Dory mentioned she bought roller skates, but has not mentioned them since. I bought skates around the same time, and I was wondering how her skating journey was going. No. I mean, I think that that discussion made it pretty clear that I was not going to be partaking. We we discussed that um, I am too concerned about injury. 
So are you going to sell the skates or maybe like turn them I into like I, plant holders? <laughs> I think I will probably sell the skates. I support anyone <clears throat> in their passions, but I have to be honest, after breaking my hand and the yeah. two surgeries I had to go through and the fact that I'm almost a year at the year anniversary of the initial break and my hand is still not fully healed. I am very wary of certain physical activities now. Like I would never put on roller skates. I would never get on a skateboard. I'm not saying that other people shouldn't do that, but going through that experience and knowing how easy it is to break a bone during a lot of these things. Totally. The amount of people I hear who have like broken their body playing tennis and pickleball. I'm always kind of like, uh Oh, so I, I, I'm, I get nervous. I mean, I wouldn't want to stop anyone from finding their joy either. And life is short, you know, and like, but oof, injury is real with those things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of where I landed. I think I was seduced in the midst of the pandemic by all the people who had taken up roller skating at the beginning of the pandemic and like a year and a half in were, you know, doing like tricks and you know all kinds of backflips um yeah exactly and i was like well i don't think i'll be doing that but maybe i'll be you know uh maybe i'll be learning how to do I don't know. I'll just be learning how to skate. <laughs> you could be like skating between the cones like the people do in Central Park. You know how they like set up the cones and they do little cone tricks like going back and yes. forth or yes. skating yes, backwards. Yes, exactly. 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 Well, oh I would love to know where this listener is on their journey. I, I also feel like roller skating did not get enough attention as a pandemic trend. Like we're going to look really? back. I mean, we've I feel like it got a ton of attention. It more feels like sourdough bread is kind of the punchline of oh, pandemic I see, I activities. See, I see. And I do feel like roller skating really, like there haven't been as many think pieces on like how roller skating became mm, popular mm-hmm. again. Just a thought, if anyone wants to write that think piece and where are well, the skaters I mean, now? I wonder if there is a think piece of like, a like, middle-aged people taking up pandemic activities and then like roller skating and then getting injured. I mean, I, I feel like I've seen that with, I've seen that trend piece written about pickleball. Oh my gosh. Yes. Pickleball. You can definitely injure yourself playing pickleball. Now, Dory, just FYI, I'm coming to this recording after two hours of pickleball and I didn't shower. And? It was great. It was so much fun. We had a lesson, my group, and then we played a game together. Just the four of us. We've never done that before. We've played oh games with our gosh. coach but not yeah. on our own. And? and it was a blast. It was so much fun. And at one point we were like rallying or whatever it's called volleying. And I just yelled, it's happening. It's happening. Meaning like we were playing. It was so dorky, Oh my God. but it charmed everybody because you know, there's just something about my uh, weird comments that really can woo a crowd from time to time. <laughs> All right, oh. Dory, enough about me and pickleball, enough about roller skating. Let's take a break and um, come back and we'll talk about style. Oh, baby. All right, here we go. (laughs) 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get or, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? No, no. I was just <laughs> going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly 
the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the US and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So, this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with glorious dynamic it can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio it can be learning to cook indian food or designing a space that you love masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors so whether you want to master like negotiation with chris voss or think like a boss with martha stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with petra collins Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one -on -one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. All right, we are back. And we have an email from a listener who writes, I've been working on my own style with a working title of, quote, I'm a grown-ass woman. I wear what I want. The idea that I'm working with is I am a settled, grown woman who has no desire to chase after style or popularity. I wear what makes me feel comfortable, what makes me feel put together, what makes me feel sexy, what allows me to express my creativity, or in some days, I wear something without thinking too hard about why I'm wearing it. I wear my clothes for myself and not to please others or appear a certain way for the gaze of the other. We talk about body autonomy. How about style autonomy? 
I define what's important to me in the clothes I wear, whether it's the type of outfit, the kind of material, or kind of look. There's something about this grown-ass woman's style where I don't feel the pressure to keep up with new fashions or young people. I don't have to chase what others are doing to fit in. I feel appropriately entitled to take up space in the world in whatever outfit I like. I might look at fashion for inspiration or curiosity, but I come back to a place in myself of my own style autonomy. If it all sounds like I've arrived to some magical place, I have not. I am a work in progress in my early 40s and working towards the idea that aging means you know and trust yourself more while caring less and less what other people think of you. And when you care less, your style becomes more about valuing yourself, listening to your instincts, and yes, knowing what feels good on you physically, aesthetically, and emotionally. Wow. I really appreciate this because I feel like I am getting... sucked in to this. Uh, This is just my TikTok algorithm. But a lot of the videos I watch are like, hey, millennial, your clothes suck and they're outdated. If you want to spice up your wardrobe to be on trend, here's what you need to do. They're always geared towards millennials. It's it's like they forget that we exist. Number one, generation X. I mean, we are their parents' age. Like A lot of these people making these TikToks have parents in their 40s. So... It's like that's we're true. Like beyond, I guess we're like irrelevant. We're, we're irrelevant. We're beyond help to okay. them. <laughs> well, I am watching your videos, so I would appreciate some acknowledgement. <laughs> but this, mm-hmm. I, it's so weird because, and I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, there's this kind of obsession with like Gen Z and like anything goes and everybody's welcome. But then there's this like super harsh narrative of like you're a fucking loser if you wear skinny jeans and have a middle part. You know what I mean? Like it's it's so weird. It's like I'm surprised that there's such a tough narrative about fashion and I don't know who it's coming from. Maybe it's like other millennial fashion influencers. I just am surprised Mm -hmm. that with a generation that seems to be incredibly open-minded, there is such a harsh narrative about like what's cool style-wise. I could also be just internalizing the messaging and that's not what it is, but... I don't know if anyone else has noticed that, but I'm just kind of intrigued by a lot of the videos I see that are basically like, you wear that barn jacket and a chunky scarf, you're fucking dead to me. Well, I do think that fashion is like an easy way of asserting your identity and like your place in the world and staking out your territory very clearly, Mm. right? Like, I am not like them, you know? Um, so I think some of that, like there's some of that going on. I think some of it is trolling. Quite Definitely, honestly. that's true. That's really like, true. They Good know point. that they're getting this kind of reaction and it's like funny and it probably gets a lot of views for them. You know what I mean? So like, I don't think we can like discount the uh, appeal that trolling holds for a lot of people. So that's another thing. The third thing is like, I don't know. I'm trying to take all of this stuff with a big grain of this is just capitalism. Like this is just capitalism trying to get us to buy shit. And like part of capitalism is making us feel like what we already have is not enough in any sense of the word and that we need new and quote better stuff. 
So, you know, I just like to see these poor, young, naive Gen Zers as, you know, they are just pawns of the capitalist system. And like, that's just too bad for them. But we're well, beyond that. They are all very anti-capitalism. So I feel like they'd be very offended to hear well, you say that. Well, but see, that's the, that's the irony, right? They think well, they're the very anti-capitalism, but then they're just like playing into the hands of capitalism. Of course. But like, can any of us get out of it? Like, we're all trapped. No, of right? course. And like, of course. I, but I, you know, and I think that saying, oh, well, there's no ethical, you know, choices. There's no ethical consumption under, under capitalism is like a little defeatist. Like there is, there is more ethical consumption <laughs> under capitalism. Mm. Um, you know, there, there are degrees of things that are more ethical just because we are not like a hundred percent ethical does not mean that like we shouldn't try. Yeah. On the other hand, I do find it, I do find it a little disingenuous and I have not watched these videos. So I'm just going by what you are saying, Kate. Oh, you have um, a different algorithm than me. I wow. have a, I have a different algorithm. I'll okay. get to my algorithm in a second. Um, but yeah, I mean, but I think that this is sort of like the folly of youth, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, you know, when I was 23, I also thought I knew everything. And, uh, you know, now that I'm 45, I know that I sure as shit didn't and don't. And so, you know, that's just, uh, 23 year olds have been doing this forever. They just haven't had TikTok before. That's a great point. We probably did this when we were 23. We just were documenting it on disposable cameras. Yes. That's fair, Dory. A well, thousand percent. We have a we have an email from a listener that um, actually kind of I think uh, enhances what you are already saying. They wrote to us, my closet is pretty insane looking, but I love it. I was a teenager in the late 90s and fell deeply in love with vintage and thrift store shopping. However, I've also loved scouring magazines, looking at all the latest fashions. As an adult, I have worked for a luxury menswear company in the past and have had access to purchasing finer clothes and have a decent collection of staple items. I have to say that despite my constant tracking of what's trendy, which I am not a huge fan of, by the way, I choose the thrift store over the mall any day. Walking into a thrift store or consignment shop, I might recognize a label, but there's usually no reference to what season or even what year it was developed. My imagination is running wild with limitless possibilities. I am truly going on my instinct of what I like and not what today's style experts have decided is cool. I feel like an absolute sheep when I walk into the mall, heading to the local consignment shop with my mom on Wednesday. Hmm. I mean, I'm a bit of a sheep because I do love a mall. Yeah, and I don't think there's anything wrong necessarily with loving a mall. If you love a consignment store, then like that's also great. Can I bring up another TikTok video I saw? And I promise this is not just going to be like TikTok recap forever 35, but I just okay. I saw something and I died of LOL. Someone shared a video from Reform Reformation's like vintage store mm -hmm. and it was like pieces from express for like a hundred and thirty dollars and i was cackling i was oh, that's cackling. so funny uh-huh that's so funny yep yep so just you know be wary of where you get your vintage and what you're paying oh my gosh of course they're charging like obscene markups oh my god for like limited like and express 12.99 i know i know 
All right. Well, I mean, I think this is a really oh. interesting conversation. And I, you know, this has been something we've been talking about since day one here. And I, I really appreciate mm-hmm, just mm-hmm, kind of the evolution mm-hmm. of the conversation about style and fashion and consumerism. It's really been interesting. Me too. And like, I'm still thinking about it. Oh my God. Same. A hundred percent. I mean, we've talked about it. Like I, Dory, you saw my mountain of packages. I did, Kate. I ordered so much shit and I returned most of it, but it was like, I was, it was like I was possessed. What do you think that that was about? Did you have like anxiety or? I think it was because I was going on a trip and I was trying to find things I needed, but it's like that I play this Mm -hmm. game with myself. Like you were just saying where I don't think the things I already have will work. I don't know. I'll save it for therapy. Yes. Uh, I mean, I, I told you like, Remember when I was trying to find the perfect quote unquote belt bag? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. So like I get it. I get it. Um all right, let's take another little break and we'll be right back. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay, I know. visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, One Skin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, Our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. And please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, we are back with an email. Hi, I just listened to your interview with Dr. Marissa Franco and wanted to write in with a friend question. My very best adult friend just got married and is currently pregnant. And I'm very anxious about the status of our friendship. I feel like we've been drifting apart, mostly on her end, in the last few months because of her life changes, and I fear it'll get worse once she has a baby. How do I know when I should pull away to save my mental slash emotional health and when to continue to put the effort into our friendship? Also, I'm very frustrated that it seems everyone puts way more effort into romantic relationships than working to maintain their friendships. Also, where does a girl in her 30s make other child-free friends? Nothing against children, but I feel like I should probably make some more child-free friends. Lol. Um, I think you need to communicate with your friend. Mm-hmm. It's your very best friend. So if you feel like you've been drifting apart and it's mostly on her end, I think you should just communicate and not do so in a way that's like, you've been ditching me, but just talk about it. Mm-hmm. And. I think I, I I would love to know how this is impacting you because you said, how do I know when I should pull away to save my mental emotional health? Um, okay. I think, I think honestly, my point of view is, is that really good friendships are self-sustaining and you do have to put the work into them, but I think they are like, um, you know, they're like a cactus. They sometimes don't need a lot of water to grow. Like they, I I think a good friendship is like a hardy plant, you know, and I'm Mm. thinking about like my very best adult friends, some who have kids, some who don't, but I was the first of my like core friend group to have kids. And they might've pulled away in their own way and kind of developed other relationships and done other things. But they didn't like walk away from the friendship. And I think there can be an understanding if this is how you want to proceed that like friendships ebb and flow. And this might be a time where this person's focus is not on your friendship, but it doesn't mean that they don't care. Mm. I can say that having a kid is, can be harrowing in so many ways and impact a person's life in a way that is hard to articulate in a way that they might not are, might not realize they might not even be conscious of the fact that they are distracted or pulling away. So I definitely think it's worth you talking to them about it. Um, But also if this is a friendship that feels sustainable to you, knowing that like you can, you can, you know, you can pull away and you'll come back to it. You know, there can be some, sometimes in your lives where you're not talking every day. And I think it's a great idea to make or to explore friendships with other people. And I will say on the other end of things, I do think people with kids, I imagine I have kids, so I don't totally know, but they become really fucking annoying when they have kids. Like it's, I I have sat around and with other people with kids and just talked about kids for like five hours. And there's like one person who doesn't have kids. And it's like, this is so annoying to them. I imagine 
So I, I would say, where does a girl in her 30s make other child-free friends? Mm, now, that's a great question. I think some of the places we talked about, like work, I don't know, like connecting with someone who's an acquaintance and like hitting them up for a deeper friendship, like asking them out on a friend date, joining a book club, joining like a meetup or a Facebook group in your community and seeing if anybody wants to be like a walking partner. Those kind of things I think is where it happens. Okay, Dory, I'm going to shut my pie hole. Do you have anything to add here? <laughs> um, well, my only thought about where does a girl in her 30s make other child-free friends is, well, I have, a, I have a couple of thoughts. One is if you are religious or you have any attachment to any sort of religion, I, I know that people make friends at churches, at synagogues, at other mm. sort of organized religious events or, you know, um, locations. Locations? I, you know you know what I mean. Um, so that is an option. I, I do, I, you know, I always just want to bring that up because I know that it works for a lot of people. Whether or not you can find friends at church um, or synagogue, I think getting involved in any sort of organized activity is a great way to make friends. Um, like I made friends at a group tennis class. Um, you know, sign up for stuff. I, I took my son to the park over the weekend and there were three kickball games going on with, you know, multiple teams of seemingly young looking, like 20, 30 somethings. Um, I'm sure at least some of them did not have children. Um, take a ceramics class, take an art class, volunteer, just get out there and do stuff and meet people. And you will find those people. I promise. Has anyone tried Bumble BFF? I'd be curious. It's like Bumble for friends. Yeah, I've seen people talking about it in, you know, like various Facebook groups and almost no one has like actually met a friend, <laughs> like uh, an actual friend. Um, but that's not to say that it can't happen, of course. All right. Well, Dory, let's just pop off this last question here before we wrap things up. I recently broke up with my boyfriend of six years because he was not emotionally mature enough to continue into the next steps of our relationship. So I know it was not the best situation for me to be in. Unfortunately, we were living together for a few years and I was not working for about eight months prior to the breakup because I was trying to finish up college by going full time. He'd agreed to take care of all the expenses and that I can use my money for my personal payments like my car and insurance. I did not have enough money to move into an apartment right away. So I asked some close friends and neighbors if they would be willing to make an accommodation for me. And our across the street neighbor agreed. Even though this is truly a blessing and she is a glorious human being, living across the street from my ex has been nothing short of infuriating. My question to you both is, how would you go about creating some distance? I'm having trouble separating myself from him and his family. Parentheses. He lives in his family home with his sister full time and parents half time. And yes, it was terrible living there even though it wasn't the best situation for me. Any advice on keeping the distance? Anything helps. This. Okay. <laughs> I know that you say you didn't have enough money to move into an apartment right away. And so you've been living across the street. I 
would do whatever you can in your power to move. Start saving that money, whether, baby. Whether or not you are doing this deliberately, there's some element of your subconscious that is maintaining a connection to this person by living across the street from him. I think you need to get the fuck out of there. I'm just nodding. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> the only actual solution is I would sit down and look at a calendar and I would make a budget and I would look at what, if you're still, I don't know if you're still in school full time. I'm not sure of course, like what your work and school and financial situation is, but I do agree with Dory in that if you can figure out a way to safely and like sustainably move, you know, um, and not go into debt. Um, I would, I would do that because not only is he across the street, but his sister and his parents, like that's like a triple yeah. whammy. And like, no, this is even if he wasn't there, like you're still staring at the place that you lived in your old yes. relationship. So I, I, I think that is going to be really healing for you to have your own space that truly separates you from him and his family. And mm -hmm. if you're not able to do that right now, my suggestion to you would be spend as little time as you can there as possible. Don't make that, don't like cozy up and make it your home. I would like get out there on the town, go to school, go to work, find an activity and just keep your literally keep physical distance because that seems like the biggest thing right now, right? It's physical distance. And, mm -hmm. and if for if any reason he is still financially, you're still financially bound to him, start making a plan to cut that tie. I can't okay. tell because it says he'd agreed to take care of all the expenses. So you could use your money on personal payments. So I don't know if you are all still financially connected to this person. But I think that would be another very powerful way of separating yourself so that you are not relying in any way on them. I know it's very easy for us to just be like, go get money, go get a job. But if there are practical ways for you to do that in your life, um, please do it. Please do it. And just also ignore yes. them. Just ignore, 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 ignore. Ignore. Yes. Don't engage. All right. Whew. Well, Kate. It's been Story? real. It's been real. TTYL. Bye.